Father God, for giving us life, for teaching us about our lives, for giving us Christ, Lord God, for allowing us to have eternal life through Christ. We thank you because we understand, Lord Father God, that life without Christ is meaningless. We thank you for not just the gift of life, but the gift of eternal life. Thank you for your love, grace, and mercy. Thank you for all the people who are with us today. Pray, Lord Father God, that you will bless us. You will keep our eyes on in your understanding, Lord Father God. You will close the, the parts of us, Lord Father God, that that rejects the word of our Father God, and we will open up parts of us, Lord God, that receive the word. We allow, ask that you will allow us, Lord Father God, to flow in the spirit, Lord Father God, let the spirit move, the spirit direct, and it not be our thinking, but your thinking, Lord Father God. You put all our struggles and our troubles in your hands, Lord Father God. We ask that you will bless us individually as you bless our families as a whole, Lord Father God, in this whole ministry, Lord Father. We thank you for your love and grace. We ask you to forgive us, Father. Listen to us. Forgive us the things that we're unable to do, Father God. That you will see past those things, Father God, and that you will teach us, Lord God. We, are, we ask, Lord God, that you will teach us a new understanding, give us a new revelation, and to make us more like you. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So uh, brief testimony, just wanted to firstly give God the ultimate praise for... Talk to speak a little louder. Sorry, sorry. Um, um, welcome, welcome, everyone. I just wanted to welcome everyone who is live with us, those who are on the phone, those who are on Zoom, those who are on Facebook Live. We just want to welcome everybody to Emmanuel Tabernacle Sunday Fellowship Bible Study. Um, and we do this every week at five o'clock. So um, we're just happy to have everybody tuning in with us. Um, we're just asking for the Holy Spirit that wherever that you are, that it is with you and that it is dwelling within you. Um, so we're excited to be here and uh, we're just going to get started with um, brief testimony. Um, if anybody want to say something, definitely leave a comment as well and we'll respond to you. So I, I'll start off, I just wanted to thank God for another beautiful Sunday. Um, and I wanted to- um, You have to speak a little louder. Thank God for another Sunday afternoon. Better? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Thankful yeah. for yeah. an opportunity for us all to be able to fellowship together. Uh, I wanted to wish a happy Mother's Day to all the beautiful ladies, my wife, my mother, the mistress, uh, sister Naomi, uh, all the all the wives and mothers, happy Mother's Day. Amen. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you know that God is God's gift of life starts with the women. So we thank God that He saw it fit to give us life through the women. So we thank God for that. So when we celebrate the mother, we celebrate God. Amen. Amen. So the creator of all. So we yes. thank God for that, and we continue that process. We continue God's blessing um, to constantly give honor and praise to God through the women, through the womb that God has brought us all into. So I just wanted to offer a, a brief testimony and say thank you for everything. Thank God for all that he's done for us. And thank you for my wife, my beautiful children, my mother, my family, uh, and um, that we're all safe. We're all doing well. 
Amen. That's my testimony. Praise God. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Um, I just want to give God glory. Um, like um, my husband said, it's a new day to um, celebrate mothers, mothers everywhere, and um, other people who played the role of a mother who may not even have actual children. But motherhood um, refers to nurture, people who are there to take care of, those who bear children, those who bear situations and problems. I mean, it goes beyond just giving birth. And so I'm just grateful to have a lot of different mother figures in my life that had helped me to cultivate the person I am today. And I'm just grateful to each and every woman that um, plays that special role. And so we're just extending a happy Mother's Day to each and every mother or mother figure out there. And we want you to know that we love all of you and that you guys are phenomenal. And without you, no one really truly understand how to um, have somebody to support. You just won't have that. You just won't really understand that depth, that nurture, that real nurt um, nurturing aspect or nurturing nature of the, of the woman. So I'm just grateful for life. I'm grateful for um, being a mother myself and having two beautiful children that is teaching me what it means to um, be a mother. So I'm grateful um, for everything. I'm grateful for my husband who um, made this day feel very special and um, for all my friends and the family and everyone who reached out to make this day feel a little extra special. So I'm grateful for that. So uh, I'm just grateful for life, really. And um, that's my testimony. Amen. Amen. I thank God for my mother also, which is passed away long ago. But I thank God for her, for what she left behind. And that is me. Amen. And all my brothers and all my brothers and sisters, I thank God for her because she was a very, a very special lady, a very special woman. Um, I thank God for her. I, I, I thank God for Mama, and I think Mama hear me and uh, where where she is right now. I thank God for her, and I thank God for all mothers all over the world, all over the world. I thank God for them. Amen, amen, amen. That they bring life to this world. They bring newcomers to this world. And I pray that God bless them and keep them and preserve them. And also wherever they are, and the oppression of man who refuse to understand the quality of these ladies and oppress them that they may be set free. They may have a freedom, not only for their body, but also for their will. And also they may have a freedom to worship the creator that made them. 
So I thank God for every single woman, billion, a billion, a billion, a billion of them all over the world for who they are and for what they represent. God bless. Amen. Yeah, uh, I'd just like to add that yeah, today is Mother's Day, well, in the US. It's not Mother's Day here today. Yeah. But I would also like to celebrate uh, this lady who from uh, Mali yeah. has had nine children yes. just yes. in the last yes. few days. Yes. And from what we have gathered from the news and so on, mother and all the children are doing well. And I think that, you know, this is an exceptional case. This is a very, very exceptional case of motherhood. I think it's possibly the very first time in humanity that a woman has born so many children all at one time. Yes. And I, speak from a man's perspective and personally i feel ashamed <laughs> i do feel ashamed as a man because too many times we behave more like monuments than yes. men yes yes we don't give enough regard to the women our hormones get the better of yes. us most of the times we are very selfish and aggressive. Yes. We are not as considerate as we think we are. We are not as caring as we do think we are. We are not as passionate as we think we are. And I do think, and I'm really happy that the world is coming out of a hedom mm -hmm. because that's what it was from the beginning, a hedom world. Yes. He, 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 from the beginning. And I suppose we possibly could maybe expand on this hedom from the beginning of time because I don't buy too much into this hedom. <laughs> I don't buy too much into the notion that the world dominantly developed by man only. I don't believe it either. And, and not much regard has been given to women. And I must say, you know, I celebrate all women, yes. all women. And too many times it is said that beside every good woman is a good man. Yes. But it's also true that beside every bad woman, there's a bad man. Yes. Mm. And I don't think anyone this is my opinion. I think unless someone is, say, mentally challenged in some respect, I don't think any of us have, say, from childhood days or from being a baby, any wanting or any craving to be wrongdoers or to be evildoers or wrong. I think society somewhere along the line has dealt us a harsh blows. Yes. Sometimes we inherit the evil from our ancestors and we pass it down to our children. So, Today is a very special day for women. Yeah. And you know, I'm happy, I'm really happy. I think when we men lose it, yeah. 
when we when we become insane when we become too selfish when again our aggression get the better of us somehow the woman is that vessel who seems to somehow calm us down and what would the world be like today you know if we did not have these women who are not as power hungry as we are and who have played the role of you know very good mothers some nurturing not just children of their own but many many children adopted children in the community in the society on a whole and i must say you know women i think while we celebrate men women today and mothers in particular i think women should hang our head in shame yes. women does deserve an awful lot more respect than we give them yes sir. they should be nurtured and cherished we should not put them behind us we sh they should be beside us they should be our equal we should not see ourselves as being in charge of or in control of women but being bipartisan with them again being equal to get them with them again you know i celebrate all women around the world today and you know mothers adopted mothers foster mothers and anyone who actually play the role of a mother whether they are biological or not that's my little testimony amen amen amen, amen. well my testimony praise the lord praise the lord amen we thank god let's thank god we thank god for for create what he created what he created everything that he created yes. it say it is good it is good and and also mm. when he created adam he tell adam to give everything the animal names at the same time the name that adam gave to us uh, to the woman is life. Mm -hmm. Through that life, we celebrate life every day. And we thank God. Let's give God praise, glory, honor that he deserves. I thank God for today. I thank God for tomorrow, and I thank God for every single day that he gave us life. Without words, every day is living. So I thank God for today also because I was in here, I was down Miami and he was driving and we get here home safely Amen. under his wing, uh, under his care, with his grace that we arrived safely. 
and I thank him for my mom, and I thank him for who he is by holding her still. He's still, he's still alive. That's those while we are celebrating. That's those who crying. That's sad, but just leave it. And to God that know how to come, to come forth. So he know how to make the pain go away. He's the only one who know how to take the tears out. Uh, we thank God, we thank our God because what is in God's hands, we don't, we cannot understand it. Or we can say, we thank you, Lord, for everything that you're doing, you continue doing as it is in heaven and as it is on earth. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. We worship you. We glorify your name. You are worthy. Yes. Amen, Lord. Amen. You are Amen. Worthy. Amen. We praise in everything yes. that you do. It is good in all time. It is good in every time. It still stay good. This is my testimony to our Lord. Amen. 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 So, um, last week we were going to continue on to the subject that I started out when I brought up this um, Philippians 3. Uh, we were reading about Philippians 3, verse 8, where um, Paul says that everything that he has attained is of nothing. The, the, the topic of the day was um, life is meaningless without God. Um, or basically, life, nothing else matters other than God. That's really pretty much how I put it. So to continue on that path, I thought maybe we'd go deeper into how, into um, Leve uh, Ecclesiastics 1, the meat of the bones where... Um, uh, Solomon says, in a in a more um, bleak fashion, in the first first of the first chapter of Ecclesiastes, he says, uh, "Sorry, let me do it right." Um, he says, "I'm going to read not the King James version, but the New International Version, which says, verse two." Meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher. Utterly meaningless. Everything is meaningless. What do people gain from all their labor at which they toil under the sun? Generations come and generations go, but the earth remains forever. The sun rises and the sun sets. And humans back to where it rises. Uh, we, I'll just stop that briefly. So I bring that specifically uh, why I read this version rather than um, 
the King James Version, which says um, vanity is vanity. I feel like this version has a more direct point. I think vanity kind of misses a little bit. We have to remember that the, the translations, I remember Brother Reg was asking about certain words and translations have altered and that, that's a good point. Because I think when you read it in this fashion, vanity is vanity versus meaningless is meaningless. They seem different, not necessarily the same. Whereas we understand vanity or vain, everything is vain can mean the same in context. But when you, words can, words can have different power. So when you read meaningless versus vanity, especially it's more for those who may not be very used to using the word vanity, but they understand the word meaningless. And it's, it's, a, it's a more direct quotation. Now, is that necessarily what Solomon meant to write when he wrote it? We know that the words Solomon wrote were different anyway, right? So the idea is the point, the feeling. And I think when you read, what I like to do when I read um, the Bible, I, always, I say that the Bible is a holistic thing, that you can't just read the scripture. That once you read the scripture, you also have to go around the story. You have to find out the history. And when you read, when you read the Ecclesiastics, and we find out is that Ecclesiastes was Solomon wrote this in his late years. It's a it's, it's important. It's part of the context because if you know the story of Solomon, you know he's lived a long. He's gone through a very long arc. He starts out as a as a great king who who's been blessed with knowledge of all things. He's been, he's, he's been blessed with knowledge. That was his, that was the thing of Solomon. He was the wisest, wisest man in the world in essence, right? And that wisdom blessed by God didn't necessarily mean that he, that, that would make him the best servant for God. Cause we learned to find out throughout his life, though he is the most wisest king, he makes a lot of very bad decisions. And it's basically because of his wisdom of so many things, the knowledge actually becomes his fate. I mean, that becomes part of his issue because he constantly with so much knowledge, he sees things that maybe he should never have been involved with. So, so anyway, once you understand the story of Solomon, he's lived a very tough life. I mean, he's gone through a lot of changes in his later years. This seems to come across as somebody who's in his twilight years and he's saying, man, all of that, all that I have, he's the richest king in the world. He's had all this great, you know, I mean, all of the, everything. He's got it all, right? It's, it'll be safe to say Solomon has it all. Would that be wrong to say? Because not only is he the richest king, the wisest king, he's had the most famous king. I mean, you know what I mean? And he's the king of Jerusalem, who's, who's specifically... Um, when you say Jerusalem, you're talking about the the, 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 the the people who are chosen by God. So he's, in definition, has it all. And he's sitting there and he, and he said, it's all worthless. Everything he has, all of this, even his knowledge himself, he says he further on in the, in the chapter says, wisdom itself is meaningless. You know, so it's like, even his gift of wisdom, it's worthless. And, but there's a part there that's, that, that was, was missing because it's, he doesn't finish it off there. He says, all of it is nothing, but it's tutorial in this world, tutorial with all of this and try to attain so much. 
without God is meaningless. Because at the end of the day, what you find out that none of this is worth anything amen, amen. without God. And I, 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 I go back to... I have, I have a question. Yeah. Why is meaningless? Well, because at the end of the day, as Solomon figured out, everybody dies. I won't put Solomon in that case. I would, I would leave Solomon because Solomon is not existed anymore. He's not okay. here. Well, the point being is that what he said, though, is important. He said, under the sun. And I think that's the key word is under the sun, right? So when you think about what that what he's really saying is he's realizing that there is a larger existence beyond the sun, or quote unquote. We we don't say under the sun, we're not necessarily he's mean. right. He's, he, he's Salomon is right. Yeah, Salomon is right to make that the conclusion. Say again. He, he, he's Salomon. Do Salomon is right to make that conclusion? That he, he Salomon is right in making that conclusion that everything is meaningless, everything is vanity. Is it is, is Salomon himself? Is he right to say that? Because that's a conclusion he made. Can I say something? Go ahead, Sister. Go ahead. Uh, I I kind of uh, agree with what um, my brother, my brother Ricardo, Ricardo say. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, as uh, what I want to add to what Ricardo said, yes, Solomon do have everything as a man on mm -hmm. earth, mm -hmm. as a king on earth. Right. He has everything. At the end of it, look how you fall mm. as a man. But I walk in the other one, in the other way, I say. Did have everything. He has everything. In Revelation chapter two, one I presume, yes, it says that he has. I don't know what I think it's in chapter one, right? It says, yes, I but have, my, my, my question, my question is not answered. It's not. I am, I, I, I am attacking. I am attacking Solomon opinion. I am attacking a scripture opinion. Okay. This is what I'm doing. I am attacking whether what Solomon comes to the conclusion that everything is vanity. He, Solomon, is right to say that. Go ahead, Brother Reggie. I want to say yes. Go ahead. Prove yeah, it to me. Reggie, you, you go ahead. Go ahead, Reggie. Hello. Yes, I, 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 I personally think that Solomon is one hundred percent right. First of all, we have to look at what Solomon asks God for. Most people 
maybe 99.9% of people, they tend to ask for material betterment. Most people in the world aspire for material gain. Solomon was very different. Solomon did not ask for anything material. Solomon asked for wisdom. And as such, God said, look, because you asked for something which no one else has asked for, I am not just going to give you wisdom and make you the wisest man. I'm going to add all the material gain to you also. All right. So it's easy to prove this. When we come into the world, we come into the world naked, absolutely naked. That's right. And when we go outside of this world, we don't even have a clue. <laughs> many of us, many times, yeah, we have terminal illness before we die. Many of us have dementia, etc. And also too, and also too, before that, when we reach the peak of our life, we tend to find out that a lot of the things we used to value in our youth, we don't value them anymore. So, so yes, everything on the face of the earth is vanity. We can prove this, and I, so I totally agree with Ricardo 100%. We can prove this also. Everything on the face of the earth came from the dust of the earth. When God, made, when God made man, he took the earth and formed it into man. Every single thing that blows breath on the earth, material or living, every single thing, the aeroplane which flies in the sky, the rocket which goes to Mars, etc., everything comes from the earth and everything will have to decay. So yes, Solomon is perfectly right. We can we can also take it back to. Um, I agree. I agree. I agree. We can take Sorry. it back to um, to Paul with the word dung now, because if you actually if you actually analyze what the word dung really means, is it's, it's 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 decomposed carbon. That's it. Everything on this earth is carbon, right? It starts out as carbon and comes back to carbon. Everything yes. you have is just carbon. It's just dust. Yes. It's, this yes. is um, it's nothing. Everything you see here will eventually come back to carbon. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Nothing is eternal here. It's all no. falling apart. It all ends. But so let's take it to Christ now. Now we understand Solomon had the kingdom of earth. He had everything on earth. But Christ says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, right? Mm -hmm. So it tells us this, that even Solomon, who has the kingdom, right? Now, and I, I like, to me, when I hear that, I feel like, not so much that I disagree with Christ. I feel like Christ is too humble. Because Christ says, seek ye first. Being that Christ is saying, okay, you can seek your kingdom here. But seek my kingdom first. And my response to that is, seek just Christ's kingdom. Cause there is no kingdom here you know what i mean like if you seek first the kingdom of god you have it all and everything else is as Christ, as paul says dumb once you realize the kingdom of god you realize the kingdom of earth is nothing 
that everything that you thought is that you can achieve at the highest level here is still nothing. So it's so. Go ahead, brother. Uh, Ricardo, I'm I'm not cutting in. Also, I hope I'm not well, cutting that's in on you. But just to add, just to help qualify what you're also saying or endorse what you're also saying, Jesus was by trade a carpenter. That's right. Yes. Yes. Uh -huh. Jesus. I have never even heard of Jesus making a wooden spoon, <laughs> making a table, a chair, or anything. Or a house. And all the, all the furniture which we have in our houses, in our dwellings, in our parliaments, in our palaces, and so on, we know a lot of them are made by carpenters, architects, etc., etc. But Jesus himself set an example. Jesus could have had on earth the biggest palace. Amen the most expensive furniture. He could have made them himself. Yeah. But he lived a life to show that, look, it's all vanity. Yes. Jesus could easily have the biggest palace, a palace which covers maybe a whole island yes. rising from earth to the sky. But his mission was not that. And that's why, you know, it is perfectly right, as we, Ricardo does say, that it's all in the end, it's all vanity. It's all vanity. I have another question. Um, why Jesus or Yeshua said, seek ye, the seek ye first the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God? The word of God is the kingdom of God. What is God's kingdom? Uh, why we should, is, is a two-fold question. Number one, seek the kingdom of God. Number two, what is the kingdom of God? Well, and number three, number three, why he said to us we should seek the kingdom of God? question so try to give me all of them if you anyone can i have a go go ahead okay so i think in our quest for learning for education for knowledge even the very same things everything is a mental challenge to us that's right all things that we aspire for in life, yes, is a challenge. If we don't have material things, we worry. If we have them, we worry. And I suppose Bill Gates, I suppose the richest men, Elon Musk, I suppose Bezos of Amazon fame and the richest people, money, does not give us happiness. No. no. Doesn't just the just a few weeks ago we have the Duke, the Queen's husband, he died. And I remember, and I remember him saying, and I'll I'll maybe take that back that, that, that actually, because you know I, I know I'm going live here. But anyway, <laughs> yes. Uh no matter no matter what one has, no matter what one has or aspire to have. In life, press on you if you could give us the quotation that would be very. Oh, I, 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 I will. It, it has, it has, 
personal sentiments. So I possibly will do that on a one-to-one -one basis. I, I would not use this forum to do it. But, but what it, I think what it does say is no matter how much power we do have, I think what I'm get, trying to get at, no matter how much power we strive to have here on Could earth. Could you paraphrase it? Could you paraphrase it? Like I say, it's quite it's quite personal to the family, you know, and, and I know I'm on social media, so you know, uh, it's uh, okay. But but what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say, more or less, is that no matter how powerful anyone on the face of the earth tries to be, happiness, peace of mind, contentment. And eternal health and well-being is not something which man you can buy from man. It is not material. So, if, so if, 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 if one should ask me, what is the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God is eternal health, eternal well-being, eternal health. Okay. I have, like, I have another question to the same thing you just said. What is eternal being? What is eternal peace? What is what is it? Could you elaborate on that for me, please? Okay, so my opinion of eternal is that when God created heaven and earth, he, he actually did this as a small fraction of his time capsule. Yes, God God exists in a sphere, in a time capsule, and humanity is just a, a small fraction of God's time capsule. So, yes, he created man, and we're here for a while to do his will, if we want to do his will, or to do otherwise. But when that short earthly time capsule is finished, mm -hmm then we go back to the eternal realm of God. God was before the beginning, and I've said that before. God was before the beginning. If God was not before the beginning, he could not have created the beginning. So God was before the beginning, and God will also be beyond the end. Although, you know, technically, I do not believe in a beginning and an end. God created the world with in his time capsule and uh, he will change the world also within that time capsule yes but eternity eternity after we finish this mortal physical life blood and flesh then the chosen few whoever they are i believe will experience that eternalness of god pre creation and post creation so in other words we will go into us we will we will live within the spirit form of god which existed before christ and which existed after christ so therefore then therefore then sorry ricardo i have to ask those questions therefore then my question now what is man Man, man is, is man. Who man is? Man, what is man? Man is mortal. 
because we know man is mortal because in spirit form, God blew the breath of life into a formation, into an image, into what we possibly could uh, call a statue. So when he blew the breath of life in that frame, then it became mortal. It became physical. It could endure pain. That vessel could endure pain. That vessel could endure praise. That vessel could endure shame. Yes. And that's why we need to praise God. Remember that, you know, without God, we could not have existed. So, so what is man? We are just mortal beings and we are prone. We are prone to do the right things. We are prone to do bad things. And I honestly believe that the wages of sin is death. This was ordained even before the beginning. It's part of God's time capsule. It's part of God's time capsule that man would have fallen and Jesus would have to come in flesh to redeem man. Take him out of his mortalness, bring him back into spirituality. So if you ask me, the Godhead is three form. The Godhead is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The spirit form of God, in, in my own reckoning, I think the spirit form of God is the greatest form of God. It's the highest order of godliness and God himself. How do we know this? When Jesus was in flesh, for example, and he was just before his death, at the time of the transfiguration, Jesus did not want to die. We know that. When, when this thing of death came upon him, the agony and the pain, he cried, he wept, and he said, Father, let this cup pass. Yes. But it's not my will. Sure. It's thy will be done. Um, so, so Jesus at that time was mortal man. At that very moment, Jesus was not God. Jesus was human 100%. But then when he recollected his mission, he realized that, hey, I am mortal man, but I am not sent to be mortal man. This is just a part of God's time capsule. So he came and he fulfilled God's deed so that we can live eternally. There is a problem here. There is a problem. The problem... I see is that if I am mortal, which I agree, but yet disagree, I agree and I disagree. If I am mortal, why he has to give me eternal life? Well, another question, another question. Why, if I am mortal, my body cannot do nothing without my inside? Why I can, my body is a, simply a shell. 
my thinking, which we call mine, my mind, which we call mine, my soul, which we call soul. They are the one who control the body. Everything I do, I do it inside. And after that, he act upon my body. So therefore, who am I? I think, I think um, try to put all those questions into, into, a, into a perfect, well, I think the, the main truth is this, if, you have to, if we have to really try to come to a conclusion to it all and try to bring it all together when uh, the, whole, the first concepts of life is quote unquote meaningless and that we're also immortal and, and God created us as versions of him, but to become versions mm -hmm. of him. So if we look well, at I, I, it, I, I, if, I, I, if we look, Wait, wait, wait one minute here. What do you mean by version of him? Okay, so if we look at it in Explain. a perspective, please give me more. Give me more. If we look at it in perspective to something I said earlier about the ocean and the droplets, um, if God is the ocean, we are rain, right? That means we come from God. We are God. It's just a matter of perspective. So if you take a droplet from the ocean, it's still water. So who is God? It, it has, but it cannot who, be. You can't who is call God. Who is God? What? Huh? Who so, is God? So God is. God is. So God is the creation. God is life. God is everything. God is a spirit. Right. We, God is a spirit. So we are. And we are. We spirit. are a spirit. Right. So in essence, we are. God we are spirit. portions of God's spirit. So we are, as Brother said earlier, he said, I think say brother, I said that actually. So in essence, we are we are essence of, of him, right? We are portions of him. We come from him. We did not ex we did not exist in a form before him, and we become a version of him that is e eternal. But the process is not you have to give more explanation when you say we so, come from him. So you have to give it more. You have to give it more, more explanation when we because people might know we come from God. Everybody come from God, but how we come from God? Right, right. So, I think what I'm saying is that when God, um, there, some some there's a part that we have to kind of comprehend that we can't comprehend is the concept no, you, no, you no, asked earlier, you asked no, earlier about I eternal. Let me finish, let me say. So there's a part that we have to kind of take into consideration that where human, where our experience is based on the concept of things that we can, that we have reference to, right? The one thing that we may, that we don't have reference to is the word eternal. Right, because we have nothing that we can show. Like, there's nothing that you can pick and say, "Oh, okay, I understand how eternity works," because I that concept so. hasn't worked yet. So, I don't think so, so. When, I, so. if we talk like this, if Let we me, talk like this, yeah, if we talk like this, that means we are talking in the materialistic way. No, in the materialistic 
where we cannot figure it out. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying that we can't figure it out. I'm saying that we have nothing to reference it because we're still brand new. We're still a very new creation. We're, we're still very, 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 very young. In the existence of time, we're just starting. We just were babies. We're not even babies. We're, we're, we're zygotes. That's the way to put it. So in the actual of it all, so listen to your statement. Uh -huh. You say we are a version of God. Yes. That means we come from Him. Yeah. Why we cannot figure out Him hmm. in us if we are a version of Him? I'll, I'll answer that question in the same way that when you were a not even a microscopic size in your mother's belly, you could not figure who you were then. So the same thing is where it is now, is that we have the, not so much we don't have the capacity, we don't have the experience. We're just started. No, 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 I'm going to come up with, I'm sorry to come up here. Let them, if we are a version of him, that means a source of life or sort of existence is him, which is part of us, which come from really God. Our body do not come from God. Our body come from the earth, but our spirit. So what you try to say is that we are men, nothing but dust. We can yeah, live without because when he formed Adam, he formed Adam out of the dust. Which out of the dust. Well, actually, I don't think he formed Adam out of the dust. All right, let me hear. What, what, sorry, let what, me hear what. what um, he's... sorry, Brother Reginald had a response. Go ahead. Okay. Um. I think we, we were talking about mortality yeah. and immortality. That's right. And then spirituality. I think those are the three dimensions or elements um, we're talking, yes. But again, 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 to, um, to help qualify what I think um, Brother Ricardo is saying is that we we are made in the image of god that's right and when you're making something you have to use something else to make that something that's right yes you can't use nothing describe nothing what does nothing look like it's nothing yes so so god used the earth and shaped man into an image of him. It does not say it's a replica of him. It does not say it's an identical man is identical to God. It says he made him in, a, in an image of himself. And we know this, we know this is true because God cannot make a mistake. God is not prone yeah. to make mistakes. Amen. And but man, but man does make mistakes. So, so that shows that we are, we, yes, we are, and I must also say we are all gods. 
but we are children of the lesser God. Amen. We are all gods. And part of why we don't fulfill our dreams, our aspiration, ourselves is that we fail to realize that we are gods. The, the, the God is the highest of all gods gave us the power to have dominion over the entire earth. But we many times does not re realize our own strength. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by what do you mean by dream? What do you mean that potential? Could you see potential? Well, God, uh, God made like like I say, God made us in His image. Yes, I mean, I'm, I'm saying, could we see potential? Could we see love? Again, again, we are an image of God. Okay, so we are not, okay. So we are not pure. So, so therefore, then we must orient ourselves in two dimension. We have put, we have to put our brain or mind in two dimension. There are two dimensions we are discussing right now. We are discussing the dimension of physical part of mind. We are also entered to another state, another realm, a spiritual part of mind. I think, I think one thing. Right. So, uh, so uh, sorry, yeah. Brother St. Hill, I think, I think we are all agreeing on that, yes, we know the, the two dimensional, uh, you know, from what I'm gathering from Brother Ricardo, we, I think we are all singing from the same hymn sheet. Yes, exactly, uh, yeah. I agree, I agree. We are in the same realm, but me, my duty is to make you see who we are, to make you see God in you, to make you see you are not a body. You are more. You are more than a body. You are more than the physical, and this is what Solomon saw. That's why he can characterize all these things that are physical are meaningless. I think, in in essence, if you want to go back to what uh, I think we said, we said that last week Sunday is that um, what Solomon as is actually saying is essence, or Paul is saying, and what Christ is saying, we seek you first the kingdom of God. That's and right. Back to what you're saying, Pastor, about um, that we're not in the body, is that the body isn't real, is that the spiritual world is real. That's right. This is what I want you to bring out. This is what I want you to bring out. So what we actually this think is what I want you to bring out. I think I, I remember one time I had a uh, God gave me this uh, vision of understanding of what dreams mean, right? And I think mm -hmm. I said this about last about how when you're dreaming, you think you're you don't if you don't know you're dreaming, um, the people in your around you don't know that they don't exist. The truth is, this what we think exists is not real, right? That's that's so what we, we are experiencing is actually a figment of God's imagination. That's right. The reality is when we are actually in the spirit, when we are in our spirit realm or dreaming or dream state, 
we're actually opening our eyes to the real world. So actually when we're sleeping is actually when we are actually more connected to the real world. And it's when we're, when we awake in this world, we're actually dreaming. So in that's that sense, why that we're not really here. Your spirit doesn't, and I think a lot of us, we think when we say the spirit leaves the body, it's no. actually, it's actually the the uh, the spirit is doesn't exist in the physical world. We don't we can't no. find the spirit. You can't find no. God and you can't exactly. find consciousness. They don't no. exist here. But the truth is God created us in a form to uh, how's the word to put it? Contain the to spirit. Accommodate, the form is to accommodate the spirit. Yeah. The body is to accommodate the spirit. In other words, it's just as you have an engine, a car engine. What do you do with a car engine to make the car? You make the body of the car. You don't even see the engine because the engine cover. And the, the body of the car become very beautiful, very charming. But without the engine, the body of the car cannot move. I'll add to I'll I'll add to your in your car analogy and say actually the engine itself is just uh, something that what makes the engine move is the gas. Yeah. Okay. So Here we go. Here we go. Gas is the fuel. Gas is the real. Here we go. 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 Okay. Here we go. All right. So, so okay. What is the body? Okay. Brother James was saying it's two-dimensional. Okay, so the body is what we could call something tangible. Yes, yes. Which yes. means we can touch yes, it. Yes, that's right. Yes? That's right. We, so emotions, we cannot touch no, emotions. You can't something touch which is emotional, we cannot touch emotions. No, you can't. We feel emotions, yes? What? Emotions are imagined. That's right. Simply, yes? It's a state of mind. Uh -huh. Yes. Uh, but but the body is physical. The body is is something tangible. It's like a table. It's like a car. It's yes. like a chair. We yes. can touch yes, it. Can see it. So so when so when when God the Spirit made man, he he made a physical being, something that you could touch, something you could feel, something who the man could touch, the woman, the woman could touch the man. Yes. But 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 when when a man die, technically, my opinion, we don't die. No. 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 We don't die. We 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 don't die. We don't die. We come away. We come away from the spirit. I agree with you. Actually, actually, sorry to cut you up. Actually, we never die. We we don't die. We know we don't die because we are an image of God. So therefore, an images of God does not die. No. So we, we change form. When we die, we give birth to other life forms. So for example, we have 
other life forms, the, the, the worm in the earth will eat our body. If we are thrown about on the land, the vulture will eat us. So we, we are recycled. God talk about, you know, multiplying and- But then uh, you have to be careful here. You have to be real careful because there is a thin line between the porn on we. There is a thin line here in the pronoun we. When we say we, who are really, who we are addressing? I suppose, I suppose we're talking about the, when we say we, I suppose we're talking about the, 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 the tangible form. That's, again, right. The, the That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. The flesh form. But, but, but when, when we talk about death, death, death is a short time. Life is eternal. Death is a short period of time. So, and hence the resurrection of Jesus, for example. What is death? Death, death is- I'm sorry to put you guys in that, in that okay. dimension. What there's, is a di there's a difference between death and decay. <laughs> so death, death, come, 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 come. Death, death is the stoppage of something from functioning the way it used to perform. Give me talk to me. Talk to me. Right? So that is that that is when something stops performing the way it normally performs. Okay, yes? therefore. But 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 decay, decay is when after death, whatever remains the physical bit or the physicality is no more useful. It's useless. Yeah. So if you ask me, My if brother, you, ask you are me, talking to me. But if you ask me, if you ask me after death, someone who has an evil spirit will decay. That's right. The person with a good spirit who is saved by God will inherit an eternal spirit and will not decay. Yeah. Uh, when, and that again will be eternal there life. Is a, there is a ten line right there again. Sorry to go so much so far. There is a ten line that again. Um. Um. Yeshua said, and this is I'm quoting what. What Yeshua said. He said, do not be afraid of somebody who could kill your body. And then that's all. But rather be afraid of someone who could kill your body and also take your spirit and put it to a place of tomorrow. A place of decay, not exactly deep decay, but a place of eternal damnation. So therefore, then, if Yeshua say that, he divides us into two different categories. One part of us, as you already said, prone for decay. One part of us cannot decay. Is only God, the, the God who give the who give the spirit 
He is the one who will know what to do with that car. Okay, so com coming back to decay, I think decay means wearing out into nothingness. So, so, yeah, but you cannot. So, God, so God, the chosen few are those who are saved, they will inherit the spirit form of eternity. Those who have decayed, they will lose their spirit. They will become part of Satan's disciple, but who will? And Satan also too will decay. So, 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 so that's another thing. So, so yes, Satan does have a time when he is God. So Satan is also a God. Uh, okay. Satan is a lesser God. There are many yes. gods. I will say I will say this if we understand that well apart apart from Satan himself, Satan is the god of this world. Period. If we understand, if we we should know that Christ himself has already called it. It's to say it. So Christ, so Satan has his place. Satan is. We are in Satan's realm. There's two ways. There's no ways around it. You can you either choose to accept it or not. Christ himself has said, Satan permit. Satan did not permit me to come uh, do this or do that. So we understand Satan has his place. As far as um, um, we we're talking about life and death and decay, I think what becomes a natural, again, back to what I was saying about how we have, we have a perspective based on our experience. Um, we see things in a way that everything has this kind of um, specifics, right? But if you were to look at a tree and it has fruits, right? And it ripes and then there's a certain time where the, where the fruit has to break off the tree, right? Because the trees don't physically can't force the trees uh, the fruit off. And I think I had this conversation, my wife and I was saying life begins when that tree falls off because for that fruit, for that fruit, that tree, the, the purpose of that fruit wasn't on the tree. The purpose of the fruit was after it fall, falls off. I mean, the purpose of that fruit now, once it falls off, it has something that's a substance of becomes a, it becomes either a seed for other trees or it becomes a fruit that gives food or sustenance or nutrients, right? So the process of the tree became, it was a fruit, it was a seed, then it became a tree, then it gave seeds and then they became trees. In essence, you can say it was a death in a sense, because it broke off, something came off. In the same sense that if you were to look at a placenta, after it gives birth to a child, the placenta decays, right? So the descent, the placenta is a living piece of tissue and it dies. I say, Christ, so, you say that, just what you just said. You should just say what you just said. Which is? In the book of John, he uh -huh. said, um, a plant, must die before he come back and produce more. Yes. And that, so what you just say now, this is exactly what Yeshua said. So back to the point I was making when you thought we were asking about death and eternal and eternity and mortality. We have to go back to the point of it all. That the point of, of life is 
the kingdom of heaven. That's the whole point. So existence, yeah. it, so the whole reason that we're here, the whole, even we can go from Genesis to Revelations, the whole point of it all is the, the multitude, right? The day after, after the, the process has ended. It's a long process. And so we, we, we're, we're seeing it in the sense that we have, we're experiencing a birth. We're actually experiencing a, a, a gestation of, of God. As all of us are, in a sense, we're going through what you call trimesters. And life itself is trimesters. Life is a process that starts with a formation, a loss, a creation, a loss, a certain kind of a, of a growth. And that's just growth. So life is growth. And we don't actually, the best way to put it when, 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 um, when Solomon is saying life is meaningless, the key word is under the sun, right? Yes, that's right. Under that's the exactly. sun is the point. Exactly. Because he realizes exactly. that all this exactly. thing that he was thinking has was nothing because life no. is nothing. And that's, that's but that's life exactly. hasn't started yet. So everything that he thought was important, he realizes that this is just a small speck of reality. In the same sense that if you didn't know that you were, when you were if a child's life, you know why babies cry? Because they were comfortable in the womb, right? A baby was comfortable in the womb. He was, he was, you were so well put together in the womb. Perfect, right? So life for the baby, as far as that baby knew it, was the womb. And the, once, the, once the, 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 the process of becoming born is a traumatic process almost a deathly process. In the essence, the way that child's life has been is over. That child went through a death in essence because the life that he was, the that he or she had lived was the womb. But once he became born, it's a brand new life. But the life of the I womb- have ended. I, have, so, I have another question to what you just saying. Yeah. My question is, it's the same question, but you have different answer. Why Solomon say it is vanity, meaningless? Why? It's the same question, but they are, it has another meaning in it. Why? What, Why what? Solomon say that? Well, again, Solomon, we have to go back to the whole point of why he's saying that is he's experienced, he has been given a knowledge above all, above others. Well, I won't worry about that. Maybe he doesn't, maybe not. No, no point is that he's- I won't, I won't be worried about that. I won't, I won't, I won't touch that. Okay, okay. I won't okay. touch the knowledge. Okay. The knowledge is, is not a, is not a deep, because we discussed the knowledge already. So in essence, what he's saying is- what The knowledge has been discussed already. Right, right. So, so what we have, the question is still human. Why Solomon come to that point? What Solomon sees is that there is so, that everything, as he says, under the sun, right? Everything under the sun, meaning that- um, I think you caught up. You caught up. Uh, you, you don't hear us? Hello? No. I, I, I hear. Oh, we shut up. Where do you hear? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. I'm listening. I'm here. I'm here. I'm listening. Why? Are we frozen? 
You see us moving? Yes, um, yes. You're in out, in and out. Front, you yes, in and out. out a bit, yes. Okay, maybe. Hold on. Raja, in and out. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, Brother Roger. What we're trying to figure out. We have a technical, a technical, um, okay. I think we're back. Can you guys see us? I saw yes, you, yes, I saw right. You. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Solomon is Solomon has realized that, as he says, life is meaningless based on the fact that everything that he has attained can't he can't go with it, he can't take it with him. I agree. I agree. I agree with that. But this is not what caused Solomon really pissed off uh, or um, really mess up. Mm -hmm. That's not what really caused Solomon get mad. Yeah. What got mad? Let me let me put it at home. Let me bring it home. You spend 12 years in school to achieve your degree. You spend another time working hard to buy a house, to accumulate money because you believe in it. You think this is what you, this is, this is, this is you. You spend all your strength that you have on earth to do those things. And finally, you come to the point, somebody had to eat it and you're gone. Is that is make you mad? Is it, is, it, is, it, is it easy? Is it easy to actually, to, to really recognize that all your strength, all the, the healthy body, all the vitality you have, you put it to a place believing in the future, it will be something for you to hold on, something for you to satisfy, to live, to, I mean, finally you find that you just wash, wash put your hand and wash it in the dirt. So in other, words, in other words, yeah, in other words, all that he has attained, you have attained, it is you can't do nothing with it once you've attained it because it's not yours. So yes. it's not it's not even yours. So you that's what I mean. That's what I mean. This is exactly what I mean. But that, that's that the thing. Make you mad? Which is well, it would make you mad if you didn't follow Christ Christ. No, that's a no, that's a different bargain. That's a different bargain. Well, that's the reality. The reality is people who put their, their, their value in this world, who do that's not right. know, they will not know, as, as Paul said, that it's all, as Paul was saying. That's right. They will, they will not all, understand this. This is a drama. This is what Paul was saying. I had reached the, the highest goals. I was the wealthiest, the most uh, respected, this and that. 
And I was so I proud of him. I said, Don. But because he believes he, he, he now finds Christ, he realizes, as, we, as we're speaking of, is that the kingdom of heaven is far greater. So much greater that it makes everything else look like garbage. It makes everything yeah, but, but again, but again, remember, 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 we spend all our strength, all our ability, all our potential in those things. To know about God, to understand God, we only give them one hour. To understand about him. Only 15 minutes we get tired to talk about him or to talk about reality of life. I mean, I have something to say in regards to that because when we think of the um, the chapter or the verse that says, seek ye the kingdom of God first, and all these things shall be added unto you. Um, what was put as a priority is the kingdom of God. It's not That's necessarily right. for you to say to omit the things that are here. What happens no. with us no. is that our priorities are no longer straight. So here is our priority. That's right. And then the kingdom of God is usually Nothing. not in mind or it comes after. And that's, that's right. where the problem with a lot of us in because we are not prioritizing. Now, when, when Solomon was speaking, when he said all is vanity, what happened, I believe, is there's a shift in his priority. Yes. When his wisdom came, he realized what his focus was on. He realized now the kingdom of God must be the first priority. And everything else, as it came, was added on to him. Oh, wow, you make me excited. Ricky has it quick. Yeah. Right. And, and just to add it also, you know, to help qualify what we are all saying, you know, Ricardo and Gladia. Jesus also, when adults, when adults said, hey, what are you doing with these little kids around you? That's right. What are you doing with these little kids around you? That's right. Jesus actually rebuked them and said, Jesus rebuked the adults and said, suffer the little children to come, come unto me. That's right. Because that is how my kingdom is. That's right. My kingdom is not like the way an adult thing. Yes. My kingdom is the way a child thinks. That's right. My kingdom is about innocence. Innocence. My kingdom is yeah. about happiness. That's right. Yeah. My, kingdom, yeah. my kingdom is about child's play. That's right. Yeah. Adulthood, adulthood is about selfishness. No. <laughs> and when we talk about vanity, we are talking about selfishness. Selfishness. Yeah. So, yes. again, just yes. to emphasize, Jesus yes. said, if you want to have an idea what the kingdom of God, God is, look at the little children. Amen. Yes. 
this is an idea of what heaven looks like. Yes, right. we, know, we know this. We know this. There will never be any time. I know, yes, many children go through awful traumatic life when they are very, very young. But yes, when, when you pack it up empirically, there is no time in a person's life when you can be any happier than being a child. Yeah, yeah. Because even, even if you become 50, 60, 70, 80 years old and you reflect and you get, have material gains, then yes, you, you possibly will say, yes, I had a rough childhood. Mm. Hey, but is your lifestyle any better now because you have material gain? No. Have you, have you gained the happiness that a child has? No, sir. Have you gained back the innocence that a child had? No, sir. That free will? We have become deceitful. We have become yes, malicious. Yes. We have become selfish. We have become malicious. We have taken on everything which is not a part of the kingdom of God. So it's all vanity. Exactly. Exactly. I think there's a part where a brother just said is the word, and I think that's, that's, I think that's the key that's missing, is the word free will. Because when we understand that God created us to be like him, he gave us free will, right? There's a, there's a caveat to the word free will. Because we know that if we did the will of God, there would be no such thing as sin, right? But the problem, the problem with free will is in order for us to love God, we have to be able to love God voluntarily. That's right. So part of voluntarily means or, free will. Or experience, by, right. by experience. In other words, in essence, anybody, I would love to imagine that if we did not have free will, there would be no such need for so many things and we would have all these things, right? But the process of to be like God, who is free will, is we also have to have free will. The problem with free will is we are free to do good, we're free to do evil. So it has, it's, 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 we have to earn, we have to go through the process of, I think, as I said before, when Adam was given free will, um, he did not know how to use free will. Whereas Christ, who has free will, is infallible. So Adam, who is perfect, fails. Christ, who is Please don't, don't come to me here. I have another question for that free will Jesus Christ have. Uh-huh. I have a question here for, yeah. for that old boy. <laughs> um, anybody else want to talk before I jump? Yeah. Because it looks like I'm taking, I'm taking too ahead, much time. Anybody else want to talk? Actually, you disagree, you want to say something? Disagree with? You said something I didn't, uh, you didn't agree with what I said? No, that's not, but I, 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 I have a question. But I want somebody else who, who oh. want to talk. Before I talk, okay. keep that Jesus, keep that thing there. I have a question for that. It's okay. Go ahead, Brother Reginald. Okay. So I, I suppose what we are chiefly driving at is that, again, mortal man, this life is very, very short. Very I think we, I think we, I think we are actually almost concluding that Almost everything we do in the long run, in the final analysis, mm -hmm. it's all going to be wasted. It's yeah, all going right. to be useless. Amen. Mm. Oh, 
so what's the point? What's, what's the part point worry? What's the point trying to be selfish? What's the point being cool? What's the, what's the point being boastful? What's the point being proud? What's the point uh, seeking being self-righteous, being conceited, being liars, being cruel, being mean, seeking power. We, we are all going to lose this because, because in the final analysis, we are either going to inherit eternal life, which is eternal spirit form, or eternal damnation That's right. whereby we again will we and the devil will decay That's right. so so there's a choice it is. there is a choice it is. and it does not matter whether we want to believe in the big bang or the big boss doesn't matter that we want to believe in creation or we want to believe in evolution. Yes, right. I know, I know that I do believe a lot the scientists say, but yes, there was creation. How do I know that there was creation? It could not come together so neatly. All pieces of the jigsaw could not fit together no. had it been a scientific development it could not all fit together so neatly i and i must say that to be honest i don't read the bible that often i think the bible is a storybook like many other storybooks but yes there are life lessons in the bible for me i read many other books right. apart from the bible my 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 idea of godliness and spirituality and i know that god exists even without the bible i just need yeah. to look at the universe around me to see how the yes. universe <laughs> yes. i just i i just need to look at a beehive and i don't know how much for example we all know about a beehive but a beehive is governed by a queen bee mm -hmm. That one queen bee pitches on a blind, a branch or pitches somewhere and thousands or millions of other bees will hang on to that one queen bee strength alone. <laughs> that queen bee knows how to govern that hive more than any human being, any prime minister, any president has ever known how to run any country in the world. Nice. So that's an idea for me of what God kingdom is like. The kingdom of God in that respect is like a beehive. I can also look, for example, at say the woodpecker. The woodpecker spends his whole life banging his head on a tree and the woodpecker does not get headache. <laughs> the slightest time I hit my head on a wall, it's pure pain. I'm happy to be using aspirin or paracetamol or something to that effect. I'm feeling a lot of pain. How is it? How is it that evolution, how is it that science on evolution, that bird has the same blood as I do? Yes? That bird also can also feel pain too, like I do, because if you squeeze the bird, you'll hear the bird cry in an unbearable yeah. manner. Yet, that woodpecker finds pleasure banging his head at a tree all day 
his eyes doesn't fly out of his head <laughs> and he is happy doing it he's pain free yet if i do the same thing i may have to end up uh, in the hospital or may end up dead i may have brain hemorrhage oh. i think i think the word that you're using here is purpose yes. understanding what our real purpose is that woodpecker served this purpose that's right. If it's supposed to bang on the tree, it's supposed to bang on the tree. That's I right. created it for you. The tree is supposed to stand there as a tree. That's right. Serving its purpose for the glory right. of God. And right. what we don't know is what our purpose is. That's right. I would also add, okay. brother, brother Red says something, and I would also think, I, I think in essence also, as we were speaking about, free will plays a part to all these things, is that I think even to the smallest microorganisms, right? It has, there's, God has put as you, the purpose or you can use instinct, right? Or you can use design. You can use many things to explain how God makes these things work because they have the, they have the design to do certain things. And if they don't do it, as you said, the bees are, the bees are the most important point you've made because if bees do not do what they're supposed to do, we don't have food. No. It's a very important part of homeostasis, right? And bees are designed to do something specific. And if they did not exist, a lot of what we have today, life itself, would not would not thrive without bees. And but God knows this, right? We don't know this, and we don't think about these things. Each to the smallest microorganism, we have more life in our body than there are human beings in the world. There's more life individuals, so but they have their own. Specific yeah, designs, right? We know, we know, we know those things. So the we yeah. we we know those things. Uh -huh. We know those things. However, we choose, we choose to live in selfishness. We choose to live in greed. Mm -hmm. We choose to live in hate. Mm -hmm. We choose to live in killing. We choose to pattern somebody. We choose is a free will. Yeah. We choose to do it. But we know what is good to do. But we choose the other side. That's why in the book of in the, in the book of Exodus, it is said, This day I put before you good and bad, life and death, choose you this day, which one you're going to take. That's why he said that in the book of Exodus, in the book of Leviticus. Choose you this day, which one you follow. So we know good things because God has told this thing in us. And that's why I said again, we are not looking in the state of physical. When we focus in the physical state, these are the things that we're going to do. But when we focus in the, in the, in the state of a spiritual, which is you, will you, will you, I'm not talking body now, I'm talking will you, your mental capacity, your intellectual capacity. When you look in that, 
then you will see the creation of God. You will see how beauty God is, but you have to look inside you. So how do we, I think, I think where we all, as uh, I think we all kind of get the point is that we have to, we realize the reality is that we are actually spirit and that this world, yes. everything. Yes, that's what I'm trying to tell you guys many so times. How do we, how do we put this into perspective for somebody going through a day to day? What, what we may find hard to understand, we could connect it with, okay, people losing, uh, going through hard times in their lives or going through loss or going through failure or going through um, financial struggle or physical struggle. And I think this is why this is an important word to understand, to receive, is to understand that um, throughout that everybody, not just you, or if somebody, anybody, everybody's gonna have their struggles, right? It's to realize that through it all, through everything that you're going through, it's actually nothingness. That your pain itself is a response to life. But the real yes, life I is would say real. yes and I would say no. I would say yes and I would say no. Well, I will argue and I will disagree. Because yeah. why I'm disagreeing in that? We are only reaping of fruit. We are reaping what we sow. Well, what I'm saying so is whether, whether, I, whether I have had time, yeah. the hard time come because of what collectively speaking now. Right. Collectively speaking, what we all are doing, go back to Gladia, go back to Gladia and go back to Reiki. Reiki give the example of that woodpecker. He give that analogy. Gladia responds. He doing his purpose. That was that is what God was making to do. Are we doing what God putting for us to do? How each one of us are doing the exact thing God designed you to do? If each one of us doing what we were created to do, to do good thing according to Him, to love to take care of each other, to preserve each other, to preserve the animal, to preserve the trees, to preserve the birds, to preserve the water, not put pollution, just like we have so many bombs, so many chemistry we having, which is nonsense. Mm. That's why right now we have that virus, because of those physicians, of those chemists, that are doing things that they should not do, enter to the realm that they should not then. Now that virus escaped from the lab. Now all of us are troubled because we are not doing what the purpose that we were supposed to do. And remember, according to the Genesis, he said now, God give us power over everything that exists. In other words, we should rule them and control them and preserve them. Amen. Because we don't do that. Therefore, we find children are dying. People cannot preserve anything. 
we find our environment are decay. We find we ourselves are very life. Right now, we are struggle because collectively, this is why I said we are not divided. We are one. Every single one of us are one. But because of political environment, because of greed, we divided the, 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 the land that God gave us. We say a group called immigration, a group called alien, and then people separated, or a group called Haiti, a group called Jamaica, a group called uh, um, uh, America, a group called England. And because of this, we divide ourselves. So, Uncle, when, I have, can I say, can I say something? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You see, uh, way back. So, what exactly caused that? What we not? Why we not doing the purpose that the Lord created us to do? It's right there, really. Let's go in the beginning. Adam, do not. All everything that I made in here in the garden is for you. This you could use everything. There's a one tree, one tree. There was one tree in the garden. Do not touch this one. <laughs> and then what what happened? We touched that one. We touch it. And mm -hmm. then what what? Right there. We touch it. That's what's going on here. This, yeah, but it, 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 this is the reason why. Yes. We're not doing yes. I agree with you, but this that is in the past. So it's, it's in not the past. about the government, Uncle. It's not the government. It's us. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. The government is us. When we talk about the government, we're talking about us because we are. There's a, there's a, there's this, this, hourly, this right there, hourly saying, that's two, there is two, okay, the tree, the tree that was the Lord said, do not touch it. It was the good and what? Evil. Right there. Evil. Good is where? Our Lord. Only good, good, only God has that. Yeah, but that this is this is there is there is a there is a there is that quest there is this this environment I mean this point to come in here is not as simple as you may think it's not as simple as you may think it is 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 a subject by itself. And to to tackle that subject is going to take us many time to get it. But in any case, Brother Reginald, you have something. Go ahead, Brother Reginald. Okay, so I think what is causing us a big problem as human beings is we our our mind is twofold. Yes. And we are dominantly selfish beings. Whether we acknowledge it or not, whether we are honest enough to acknowledge it or not, 
Yes, whether we have conscience enough to say yes or no, this is who we are. Deep down, we are selfish. The first commandment says, Thou shalt not kill. Love the Lord thy God. Not the love thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy soul. Exactly, exactly. Right, so back to the Garden of Eden. God created everything for human. And he says, have everything. But that one tree, do not touch it. It does not matter whether it was good or evil. Mm -hmm. And I personally don't believe it was a physical tree anyway. Mm -hmm. Yes. God made a rule. God is the headmaster. God was the head teacher. God was the president and still is. What it is, it's a principle. It's not a tree. It's not a fruit. It's a principle. He is the maker, Alpha and Omega. He made a rule and he said, look, I have made these things for you. I have given you all of these things. I am making a rule. This is my decision. So it's not a physical tree. It's not because already he had established that man should have dominion over everything. So God wasn't against the, a, a, a man, Adam or anybody touching a tree. God wasn't against that. God wasn't against anyone picking up physical fruit because God made the, all the fruits for the human being. But what it is, it was a rule. Um, it's just like it's just like you have your children or whatever, and you say, "Look, you need to come in or get to your bed by nine o'clock." They're not going to be harmed if they stay out after nine, or they they may not come to any harm. But it's your rule. So you spank them, you flog them, or you reprimand them because they break the rule. So, so this tree is, is, again, to use analogy or hypothesis, the tree is not a physical tree. We do the understand that. No, it is a principle. God laid down a principle, and man disobeyed that principle. Here's That's me. what happened here's because, of, because of selfishness. Here's a tree. Here's a, here's a tree. I'm, going, I'm giving you a tree who has both things in there. There is a tree I'm giving to you. There was no physical no, tree. No, God, no, no. I'm, 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 I know this is not, it's not physical. The tree I'm going to give you is not physical. It's not physical. You cannot touch those trees. It's two. And here they are. Love and hate. Love and hate. Hate I, will destroy. I love and hate. Love will build. Okay. So it was a rule that the Lord gave. I'm agree, but I still have a doubt. Go ahead. So when the Lord said, do not touch this one. Because if we touch it, we will die. die. And why are we dying now? And why are we suffering? We do touch and it. We do touch everything it. Everything now is upside down. Back then it wasn't that. 
Because we do touch it. Remember, the words say Adam was naked. He wasn't ashamed of it. As soon we touch it, it wasn't physical, but it was physical. What they touch it, they eat it. As soon the um, men touch it, as soon the men eat it. So everything is upside down. They went away. They go. I'm, I'm naked. I'm afraid. There's a sway right there. Um. I'm hello. Knowledge. Knowledge. Can I come back? Can I come back to this thing about the tree? Okay. Yes. Again, I say it's not a physical tree. Imagine yourself. You're a parent, and you stand at the side of the road on the pavement with your child. You say to the child, look, if you cross the road on your own, if you run into the road, the car is going to hit you and you will die. You, you have a choice to either run across the road or to stand beside me. That's right. So again, it's a principle. Man die or the child die because the child run into the road. That's right. And the same is, the, 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 the tree is just used as an example, as a hypothesis. It's, it's not a physical tree. It's, it's all the rules. It's all the rules made by organizations. It's all the rules made by man, by parents, by those in control, by, all, by people in power. Remember, I did say, remember, I did say, I am a God. We are all gods. So we, the, uh, problem, say, the problem, the problem with Adam, the pro yeah, I'm problem sorry. with Adam. We have Adam. about um, three minutes left. Um, we're going to try to conclude. I think Ricardo wanted to give a final word, but we're definitely going to continue on with this topic, especially with what Brother Reginald is saying. So excuse me, I'm so sorry, because um, we're running fine, yeah. low on so time. So I was I, to try to connect to what Brother Reginald and Sister um, Naomi was saying in the terms of when you're talking about the fruit in the tree is... Um, that's why I always say, I take the I take I take the, the 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 story of Genesis the same way Brother John says it when he says in the beginning there was God, and and he fast forwards it to Christ. And so the, <laughs> the reason I, I explain that to say is that when we read the when we're talking about the story, as I think Reginald has a good point to say is that you have to understand that. Not everything is physical. Not everything. Sometimes you can have to take it in a metaphorical sense, right? Because you find yourself trying to find pieces into it. But we do it. know for a fact is that we're not being judged for Adam. We're being judged no. as individuals. That you, that's right. That's the world right. That's is, right. The, world, that's the world isn't the way it is because of Adam. The world is, the way it is because Amen. of you and me and how we Amen. do it to each other. And what Christ that's tells right. us Every man is accountable for themselves. That's right. Every man is accountable for their own sins, their own way of living. And the one thing that Christ says, which Amen. is a simple thing, is if we love one another, That's it. if we love your brother as you love thyself. Now, if we actually did all that, there would be no, there would be no violence. There would be no That's hunger. Right. There would That's be right. no, no famine. Everyone right. would have, because guess what? How would I let my brother suffer? My brothers, I have five brothers. If I'm wealthy, my brothers are wealthy. If one, right. if the one thing I was raised is that if I bought a sandwich, right, I have to cut it five ways because I can't take. If I you, you take, I take a big hero and I come home. If I don't cut it five ways, they're gonna fight me. 
<laughs> and that's and my father's gonna be father's gonna say, yeah, you you deserve it because we have we have a, a standard in our family. But that standard is God's standard. Is that yes. everyone is one? We're one family. And if we if one of us suffers, we all suffer. If one of yes. us has, we all have. So the reality is, we can look at this. Christ doesn't talk about Adam. He doesn't no. talk about um, um, the, the beginning in the sense. What he says is, and we're closing, I don't know. What he says is, um, you and how you treat each other, how you treat yourself. How yes. you treat, how do you love God? If you love God, you have to love your brother. You can't, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll finish with this word, a quote that God gave me. To truly love God, you must first learn to love your brother. You That's will right. never truly love your brother until you love your enemy. And you will never really be able to love, I said it wrong, but you never, okay, you say it right. To truly love your brother, you must first love God, but you will never truly love God until you learn to love your enemy because they're all one thing, right? Your enemy is God's child and your brother is created by God. So to truly love yourself, you have to love your brother. You have to be able to love your enemy. And you have to see God in all of that. All of it is God. Your enemy is God. All of it is God. And more importantly, all of it is God. We are all God, right? So the reality of it all is we're all in this together. We're all trying to figure it out. And we're losing our faith. We're all losing our sense. So, but why? So to conclude is, is to say is that, and I'm going to close and we're going to pray, is that we understand that if we acknowledge that the kingdom of God was created for all of us to live there oh, and not oh, here, then we can acknowledge that what we're doing here is not worse if it's going to keep us from getting there. Amen. And the only right. reason, the only way to get there is to love your brother, Amen. to love your enemies, to love. And love is the point of it all. Love is life and love is God. Love is existence. And the whole point of why we're here is to love. Amen. Amen. That's Brother Reginald, if, 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 you, if you don't mind, I could ask you to pray. You could give your last word and just pray for us and conclude. Okay. Uh, I, I, I'd conclude by, yes, endorsing all what you said, you know, um, everybody actually. And I think, you know, there's just one word I'd like to use before prior time, and that is the word choice. Yes. Well, Amen. Whether we, you know, whether it's um, good or bad, you know, it's all about choice or the choices we make. That's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, okay. Can we can we bow our head, head in prayer now, please? Amen. Okay. Uh, Father, as we come today at this time, we want to thank thee for today, especially mother's day yes. we thank, want to thank thee especially for mary yes. the mother of god we want to thank thee for women in general right across the world facing various circumstances and especially those who try to live a good a decent and honest life mm -hmm. we want to thank thee oh god for giving us knowledge yes and we hope, God, that in trying to learn more about you, you'll give us a fraction of the wisdom of Solomon. You'll give us a fraction 
of the understanding and the lifestyle of Jesus. Mm. We want to thank thee for everyone in the world, oh God, and help us not to be self-centered or selfish because that is death and decay. But to seek first the kingdom of God, knowing that heaven is described as a child or children. Thank you, God, for providing for us. Help us through this pandemic. Help us to overcome all the adversities around us, to be stronger and to know that no matter what man does to the flesh, there's eternal peace and happiness while, while we invest all our efforts, all our knowledge, all our understanding, and our whole self in thee. Thank you again, O Lord. Thank thee for this opportunity to share on this forum. And may we all be strengthened, be healthy, be happy in our various endeavors. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen, 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 amen. We want to thank everyone for taking the time out to, to join this ministry, to join what God already put in you. The word is already in us. And we are grateful to the revelation that God is doing within each and every one of us. Thank you for spending your time with us. And we're concluding now. Just know that every Sunday we are here on at five o'clock via Zoom. Follow the link. It's on our Facebook page or wherever that you're following us. Just definitely get the information from there or reach out to us if you have our Facebook information personally, our personal accounts. You can definitely reach out that way as well. But we want to thank you for spending time with us. Thank you, everybody who is here right now. We love each and every one of you. And until then, we'll see you guys next week at five o'clock. Um, on Sunday. Have a blessed one, everybody. Okay. Okay.